I'm Dylan Gott, and welcome to John and Dylan Online, a show where two comedians do half-assed research into internet history. Joining me is my co-host, John Hastings, who will introduce the subject for this show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pivot to Video Facebook episode, where we reveal that Facebook was not only uh, was not only spearheading um, message boards for genocides, but was also inflating viewer numbers, either based on how their uh, news stream worked at the time, or because they were just trying to destroy Facebook, and they are literal demons trying to manipulate the um, psyches of society. Yeah, Remember baby. Funny or Die? Go fuck yourself, funny or die. Do you remember crack.com? Go fuck yourself, crack.com. Do you remember the onion? They actually survived. Ladies and gentlemen, today we talk about when Mike Zuckerberg lied about video views and ruined stand up comedy. And also, um, I remember all of this happening and it was really fucked. Go ahead, Dylan Gott. So we're going to talk about, obviously, uh, uh, we'll figure out a smooth title for this, but yeah, Facebook. It's lied. the Facebook pivot this to video. Is, here's the here's the all right. Here is the nine. We can give it thirty second. Here's in thirty seconds. Here's what this entire episode is. April of 2016, after Facebook has successfully punched democracy in the fucking stomach, baby. What they do is they're like, we're pivoting to video because we also hate online humor. And in April, they uh, they pivot to video. By August of 2016, they already have to admit, like, listen, we're lying about some of these numbers. And the okay. lie was, they admit it's up to 80%. It is revealed that they are lying by 900%. Here is how they are doing it, is if you have a YouTube view, each view on your um, video is 30 seconds or more. Facebook would count it as any, like, literally you just seeing something and scrolling. That's a view now. So the other thing that was very important, it was also all of the videos would play through. So it was basically happening. If you remember Facebook at this time, and it's sort of similar now as you have that news feed, but in this time, the news feed would refresh itself. Like it was constantly cycling in to keep you on the site. And when that would happen, if there were videos in that news stream, those would all count as views as they kept rehashing and recycling. So you got epically large, um, Facebook views and Facebook engagement on your sites. Let's first of all talk about our personal interactions with this system. I remember being told in 2015 specifically as this was so the when they changed it and made the error that caused this was uh, around was in 2015. So it was the pivot to video and all of this sort of data you could get from 2015. And I remember being at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival and I'm not going to say the names of the companies because that actually this may be Two big production companies based in the United Kingdom both were talking about how if you pay a lot of money to boost stand-up videos in Facebook, they were getting three, four, five million views. And promoters were doing that at festivals to create a buzz about acts. You can find who the acts I am talking about on the internet and see what happened to them that year. And it was an incredible steroid-like inflation for a bunch of acts, some who absolutely deserved it and others who 
are horrible monsters and did not deserve it. And it was a crazy thing. And I remember being like, what the fuck? So you pay and it immediately upcycles the video. And then two and a half years later, Dylan half explained this to me while we smoked cigarettes in his bedroom in South London. And I was like, and I didn't connect the dots until er, I didn't connect those dots until earlier this week. Let's open a window and have some fucking cigarettes. Oh, baby, let's do it, huh? Come on, what are we doing here? Oh, yeah. Just, uh, just not having headaches? I don't like that. I want a headache. I want I want to feel a weird tension at the back of my neck. Oh, God, yeah. That was the, that's the only bad thing about cigarettes. You can write this down. You may get headaches. That should be the only warning. That's the only bad. That was the only side effect I've experienced. Oh, also, if you don't smoke, your penis so much harder. No one talks about this. The warning on cigarette Everyone packets was always about it. No, 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 no. They always talk they about how your penis the impotence on the package, but they don't say like. But they do not say what they do not say is, you know, the bone you're working with right now. That's 75 percent of your bone, man. You're holding back 25 P decreased blood flow, which may affect bone size. And that works for girls, too. Their fucking clit doesn't get as hard or whatever. You want to stop all men from smoking? You just put on a pack, just a little recording, just a little microphone. And as soon as they open, it just goes, just letting you know, you're making your dick soft. And I guarantee they'd be like, no, no, thanks. I need. No, No, they guarantee not. If someone is literally. How good smoking is. As you get older, who cares about a soft dick? Let's smoke. I smoke so much longer than you. Then your penis isn't working properly. Your dick gets so much harder that you're like, this is better than smoking. What I do is I now go for boner breaks. I just get super hard and stand in an alley. So over the week, how much time do you have sex? I mean, like 20 real. hours a day. For real. Combine it. 20, 20 seconds a day. I have no idea. It really depends. I'm going to say. Let's say let's say over the week, you're, you're banging 10 minutes a day, three times a week, right? Yeah, 30 minutes. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, first of all, it's 69 minutes. Every That's 69 right. days. Even if Wait, it is what? 60. That's even worse. <laughs> so one minute a day. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> let's, say you're having, let's say you're having sex 30 minutes a week. Let's say that's what it is. You know? That's good. 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. Three times a week? Whew, you're killing it. How much time are you smoking? Huh? Zero. Half a pack? 10 smokes a day? Let's say it's 10 smokes a day. You're smoking seven minutes. It's 70 minutes a day of fun versus 30 minutes a week. <laughs> Do the math yourselves. Smoke cigarettes. That's my ad for cigarettes. Correct. Don't trust Facebook. Smoke cigarettes. So. Yeah, exactly. The pivot video was very interesting because it was a couple of things. One, it was it's the definitive moment where we're like, not only is Facebook evil, they're like they're evil and mean because they put out a bu- they put a bunch of websites, a bunch of big media sort of brands out of business for no other reason than they wanted to fuck with YouTube and try and compete with YouTube as a video service. So starting in uh, 2015, they are accelerating and upping the numbers and they're also doing something else. Dylan, what's the other thing they're doing? Uh, oh, they, when do the Facebook files come out where it's like, it, it, it proves that they knew they were hurting teenage girls and then they high-fived and went, that's another good reason why this we was, I think this, I think all of it was 2017 when all of this came out was 2017. Literally they announced the pivot in April of 2016. And then by August of 2016, they have to admit they're fudging the numbers. They have to admit they're fudging the numbers. And it's also quick, very quickly after that, they're also like the pivot to video is over. Like it's so fucking mean. Like they're basically like, (laughs) oopsie. And did I actually say this? Doopsie. 2016 is so fucking nuts. And no one, like I remember walking around, it was so tense all the time. So what we had, especially living in London, because you had the run up to Brexit, which was 
so intense. Then you had Brexit where the entire city of London was just sad, so sad and worried for so long, so sad, worried and concerned. And then in November, you had the election of Trump. And as someone who was in England for that, well, my favorite part was an English woman yelling at me. And I said, I'm Canadian. And she went, it doesn't matter tonight. And I was just like, oh, God, we're not going to do well in the next four years. And we did. Yeah. And now what happened, John? Everything's great. Everything's fine. Yeah. As it turned out, Donald Trump, he he was exact. He was actually just a uh, he was a small minded, simple farmer who just got confused by the big city going to Washington. <laughs> yeah. the spirits. <laughs> and then he cured climate change. That's bro. right. He cured, he cured climate change and explained to us the reason why I married my wife is not because she was a hot piece of ass who doesn't really speak English. It's because she was cold. I, here's what I really like about um, Facebook, though. At this point, I don't the world moves so fast now that I, I mean, there's Internet culture writers who I'm sure would listen to this and get puke so hard they shit. But in 2016, this is when Mark Zuckerberg is like on top of the mountain naked, yeah. covered his own piss and shit, trying to make Facebook the entire Internet. And that's really what Facebook's pivot to video was, was he was, as you were trying to say, like. I'm trying to take over YouTube and what they really did well in Facebook is they were like, what's the part of YouTube that creators really like the money? Let's take that part away. Yeah. What's very important to remember is, yeah, that's a great point is Facebook was like, what's the thing that's creating a, a community within YouTube? Oh, cash. All right. Let's make sure that doesn't have anything to do with this. We that should keep be mine. Cash. I hate that. Absolutely, completely. Now, what's also very interesting. How much interesting is that guy making? $40,000 a year? I want that. Yeah, it's mine now. I'm like, <laughs> why do I want it? I'm a fucking monster. Mark Zuckerberg sucks. This is also the period of time where he's apparently really into Mark Anthony. The thing you have to remember about this guy is he sucks and he's from Harvard and he's a classics nerd. No, he's not. So not Mark, it's not Mark Anthony. He's still obsessed with uh, fucking Augustus. It's Augustus. Pardon me. The Not Mark Anthony. Because it's, yes, it's. A, that's right. It's not Mark Anthony, Kelly, the guy who pwned J-Lo. Yeah. Honestly, you're in a Mark Anthony. I'm more of a Ben Affleck guy. Mm, it's interesting. I'm a P. Diddy guy. I thought that, that I've actually thought those two kids were going to make it. That was the, my favorite of all celebrity relationships. That they dated cool. for one year. They had a full trial because P. Diddy apparently shot a gun off in a nightclub. Also, fun fact about... Um, P. Diddy, according to hip-hop internet rumors, he is the only one who still is... Straight up G, he will fucking kill you. <laughs> really? He was like a record producer of dances. That's exactly why I think he still does, is that he's like, because he came up in that era and he, he was like the one guy who was probably kind of scary, but he was also like friends with record producers. He's like, this guy's not hard. And he's like, I am fucking hard. I'm fucking hard. And now he's like 60 and just filled with rage. Oh, no, that was the MC Hammer. MC Hammer was the one where it was MC like, Hammer, MC, MC Hammer, MC Hammer literally had like a town of people that he employed. And it was like, oh, no, yeah, there's like guys here who do my hair. But there's also just like dudes from Oakland who will beat you to death if you make fun of any of my songs. Like there's a bunch of great interviews with Redman where it's like Redman when he was young made fun of MC Hammer's mom and MC Hammer was like, just so you know, no one talks about my mom. I'm telling you this once. If you do it again, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then he was like, yes, Mr. Hammer, sir. They call him Mr. Hammer, which is yeah, they do. So it's because it, what people don't understand was the town that MC Hammer was supporting where he lost all of his money was. Oakland in the 80s. So it was basically like, oh, California is not helping this community. I will. And as a result, so many people have his back. I can't remember who it was, 
but someone made some fun of MC Hammer's pants at like the Source Awards in like 93. And there was someone waiting for him at his hotel. Like literally just like, just to let you know. <laughs> Those are that's how pants should look, fucker. We don't talk that way about Mr. Hammer. Just gonna let you know. Like, and, and you know who we really could have used in 2016? I really wish that MC Hammer had been alerted to the fact that his page views had been uh escalated by Mark Zuckerberg. Cause I guarantee there would <laughs> Uh, hello. Yeah, we're from Mr. Hammer. Um, I'm Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, I don't give a fuck who you are, man. I can't remember any of MC Hammer's songs. That's why there was a pause can't there. I would have done a joke. Can't touch this guy. Too legit to quit. Too pretty legit to quit. That's pretty much it. Too legit. Too legit to quit. That was the dance. I hear. I'll tell you who's too legit to quit, Mr. Zuckerberg. Who? He's you? Legit, yeah, he's too legit. What? Shut up. <laughs> he's too legitimately. Listen. So this is just the craziest time. It's even crazier. You have to remember that like basically like Facebook is going around killing media sites. So the the big ones that are always talked about is that crack.com is basically destroyed like this. Funny or die is destroyed in this. But what is also important to remember is all news sites in the United States pivot to video as well. So all of their engagement they're getting because in this moment there this is the lowest amount of time this is the lowest people are reading and engaging with news in any area people are getting their news from a tweet or from fucking the daily show more than they're getting it from cnn.com or new york times these were not big news brands at the time they all also pivoted to video and started putting all of their news content onto facebook meaning that like essentially the news was becoming a social media post and it was becoming a wash and all of that. And also they, all of their view numbers were going down during one of the most contentious presidential elections you've ever had, where you had one candidate lying all the time. And that candidate was Hillary Clinton. That's right. I said it before and I'll say it <laughs> yeah, again. Bitch. Get her. Get her. Yeah, we know you a fucking bitch. It was Ted Cruz. Um, Yo, Hillary, people have been saying you a slut. Are you a slut? No. Oh, my God. Lies. Nah, that's what a slut would say. <laughs> yeah, Pizzagate. The Pizzagate wasn't about kids. It was about the fact Hillary wanted a freaking circle put in the middle of them so she could suck on those dicks. Here's what I, again, oh my God. And this that's is also she like. Was, she wanted the pizza man to put his dick through that fucking thing and suck all that shit. Slut. Because <laughs> bear in mind, this is also the time when, because now new all those news sites are being put on Facebook. So it's just, the thing is, oh, you get your news from Facebook because it's all those different, mm. like. I, I will say this. I never got my news from Facebook. I'm a weird Twitter person, but like a lot of people, their front page of the internet was Facebook. And this is also like, I don't know what you want to say is like, I think 80% of the way there, whatever, some way to quantify it. But like Facebook has Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at this time are the internet. Facebook owns two of those three things. There was a time where you would go to specific websites. Facebook has killed that now. Um, obviously, there's other places you would go. Like obviously, like iPhones kind of killed it because of the apps. So you just look look at apps. You don't like pull up a desktop and look at the internet anymore. It's also this odd thing of the same amount of bad, stupid tips and information were presented the way they are on TikTok. You just had to read three paragraphs as opposed to having a woman dancing in her weirdly lit living room going. Baba, 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 Baba. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that is the subtle difference in the Internet. And it's not being all of your data and information isn't being spread across a bunch of sort of semi OK actors to bad actors. It's now just being handed directly either to a man who loves Augustus or the CCP 
or Elon Musk, or that's it. Those are the three people. Pick, no, pick who you'd like. Like, what do you fucking want to do? It's so nice. Also, how human is this? Is How did everyone's minds get destroyed? Uh, a man with a bowl haircut wanted to destroy a video website. And now three quarters of my friend's parents believe that B- Prince Charles is a lizard who fucks kids when we all know <laughs> that's his brother. Yeah. It's just that is a very funny one where it's like, why do they believe all these these all these pedophiles? Well, turns out a Prince Albert's a pedophile. <laughs> it's so funny where it's like So yeah, that's the but the other thing to remember is the all of that. The title sort of, of QAnon news- should be actually kind of close to being right. Yeah, like, like yeah, <laughs> QAnon should be called listen, it's a lot closer to this than we'd really be comfortable with, but it's not this. Um you were playing that game where you're like warm, warm, warmer, hot, you've got it, but you just stopped at warm. You're like warm, yeah, I've got it. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, it, it would be like this thing of, it would be like if you guess is good enough. Hey, uh, who's in the NBA finals? I don't know. The Jordan Bulls and Larry Bird by himself. Yeah, that's probably right. That's what it is. Basketball yeah, like that's players. Why not? Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. That's all conspiracy theories are basically like, well, actually, there is some evil to this, but it's much more subtle and strange and actually takes time to explain and would give you insight into humanity. No, 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 no. Quick, quick. Quick, 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 quick. Um, the other thing that's important to note is um, news websites all get merged into one on Facebook. And also you can apply to be a quote unquote news source. So this is, again, also the rise of Breitbart.com, which I was aware of because I follow weird, crazy, odd Internet news stuff. Um, so I was aware of Breitbart.com back down in 2009. But this is when it really Ooh. rises. This is Steve Bannon Breitbart that gets included as part of the other news website. So it's all just merged together. So you would see CNN.com. And then the other thing to remember is this is a time before clickbaity news headlines, like really intense. They were still a bit, but like this was the t- the rise of oh, literally clickbait like, is like clickbait. No, 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 no. But but we were talking about the, the 2016 election. It went from like clickbait of being like, do you want to know who's gay? But by this time, by the time they pivot to video, though, it should be said the election is done. No, the pivot to video, the election is the, no, the, the, because the, no, but hang on. The pivot to video happens in August of 2016, but them inflating the numbers and stuff like that can be traced back to as soon as 2015. And that adjustment happens throughout the election cycle. I'm totally correct that they come out and go, we are now pivoting to video, but all of the data in terms of them inflating their numbers, that is happening well into 2015. Cause it's not just, they, they move their move. They, they, they move their strategy on to video, but they're doing it with everything. They had to change all of their terms, if you look at any social web media websites, and we both have to use that because of stupid comedy basically now just being social media influencing, you get all this information in terms of what you've seen. Facebook in 2017 had to change all of those terms because all the original terms were fraudulent metrics. That's why all the metrics you get on Facebook are so intensely, bizarrely termed because they had to use brand new metrics as opposed to their old fraudulent one. So you're totally correct that the election is over. But all of this was happening while the election was happening and all those media sites were shifting. It's why Trump's rallies were so important because it was video content you could clip and put online. Trump's rallies were like when you and I do a really long set in front of a crowd that riffs. So many clips for the internet to share. Well, yes, they uh, also like live streamed, right? A bunch of Trump's rallies were all live streamed by Ray Wing and CNN. Hilarious. Mainly it was CNN.com. The thing that the reason why CNN is in a free fall is because they basically use Trump the way that Dylan uses HGH sparingly. And by sparingly, I mean all the fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, that that was the thing about the Onion too. Uh, Post twenty sixteen, they had a big Trump boost. Like every political news site had a big bump from Trump. The Trump bump, as they said. Um, they did call it the Trump bump, and I hated it. But we talk about the websites that were afflicted, which was College Humor, which was a uh, actually around the time E-Bombs World was around. Um, they become basically a YouTube channel. They're doing great. And uh, Funny or Die, which is Will Ferrell. Like, that's how... It sounds crazy, but it's like, that's how ubiquitous this was. Is that the right word? That's how widespread this was, is the fate like Mark Zuckerberg killed Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah, Mark Zuckerberg, Funny or Die was fucking massive. I know more than one person in L.A. that like literally like that was like their career. There was like people yeah. got jobs there and it was like the thing to do. I know one person got a job there and I was so like, oh, my God, that seems like such a fucking interesting creative place to work. Now they're just a drunk guy, or just a drunk guy. Um, but the thing that's also very interesting, Dylan got is um, why? How do I say this? What is crazy is that this was not bigger news at the time. That it because this is the thing is is like Facebook killed and it Will went Ferrell largely unpunished. Yeah, he went absolutely. Well, that's not fair. They got they uh, there was they got, an, they, uh, got, they got fined forty five million dollars, which they got forty five million dollars because equivalent to me is if I this is this is the equivalent. Yeah, if I figured out a way to eliminate all other comedians in Toronto, or make them so they could not do comedy, like if I for some reason was like, hey, no one, I have no competition for gigs on Saturday anymore. There's no more comedians, Dylan. We f- figured out you did that. We're fining you ten bucks. Yeah, you got paid right it away. Sounds now, like a big number. Forty-five million sounds like a big number, but that settlement comes in in 2017, 2018, and that they bought just Instagram for one billion dollars in yeah. twenty twelve. So that think about that. Like that's yeah. It's like if I bought a TV for five hundred bucks, and you find me fifty. Now the reason also why, and this points to Facebook being totally aware of what they're doing. Is And bear in mind, I am not a lawyer, and I'm pretty sure I misunderstood the legal theory I sort of researched around this. Here is, I think, why Facebook was not sued more by those websites. It is because how Facebook did this, it was there was never any actual agreement from Facebook that those were the like that those metrics translated into views. Ergo, they never said, come over here. These are the views we're getting. They just presented them to the businesses and the businesses made their own decision. So if I'm funny or die and Dylan's like, come work at come town, uh, come town, social media, uh, or not come town. It's a shitty podcast. Come land. Um, mm. not a shitty podcast. You see what I'm saying? Come land. Uh, and then, Oh, by the way, here's some of the views other people have been getting on come land. And it just shows a bunch of people getting bukkakeed. And then they're like, we love when we get bukkakeed. And it's like, well, this is exactly what we're looking for. And then they move everything over there. And then it turns out those people don't actually work here. They never said you were going to get those views. So funny or die. And all those websites had no legal recourse to go after Facebook because of the way in which they manipulated it. Essentially Facebook could go. There's a bunch of different reasons why um, your page views and your ad revenue went down. It was an economically turbulent time, but, 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 but it's like, yeah, like what knocked over your house? Well, it could have been the hurricane or it could have been that three inch crack in the foundation. Well, we'll never know which one it was. We do though. <laughs> it was a crack in the foundation. Yeah. But the hurricane happened, but yeah, but the, the crack in the foundation, you're exactly right. It's they, there's obviously there's um the fact that these companies started 
you know, they're 10 years into being a company so that you can always just say like, yeah, yeah you guys were on the pulse of it. Fraud. We've been doing this for 10 years. Our lawyers aren't sweating. What are we doing? We don't do coke. I'm Mark Zuckerberg. I suck. So you know what we're going to do? <laughs> it's true. Beware the beware the rich people that don't do coke. What are you? Why did you get rich? I think that entire society, we should be shamed for shaming rich people. There was a time, and we were heading right towards it, where all rich people would just get a certain amount of money. <laughs> let's, let's drink some purple liquid and then just fuck. And then we mocked them. We booed Paris. Mm. She should do something. She should get a job. And then we were, and then she was like, all right, I will. And then she became a reality star and is ubiquitously annoying on any sort of um, news article. Anytime there's a switch in fashion trends, there's always like, and Paris. Paris Hilton still having it all. She's feeding people to her, her dog. Um, and it's just a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to get specific numbers here. Obviously something I should have looked up beforehand, but funny or die laid off 30% of their workforce in August, 2016 uh, college humor at one point basically lays off 90% because the funding gets pulled in like 2020. They lay off 90% of their workforce, leaving it to be like five people. College Humor is one of those ones that like College Humor was a media behemoth uh, and made so much money. And then also College Humor was one of those ones where it kind of tried to call out and be like, hey, this is what happened to us. And then they got fucking attacked because people were like, wait a minute, you weren't profitable for 20 years that, that you deserve to lose your business. And it's like, well, I guess you guys don't know how fucking business works. If that's based on everything, we need to yeah. shutter America no in the Amazon. fucking 60s. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> like, go fuck yourself. And like. all these companies, Uber, everything now does not make money. Yeah, it's because because everything is a stock. A Google, like the grander thing of this is because Facebook isn't a product that is a social media website. Facebook is a stock owned by a man named Mark, and all his actual goal is, and his legal kissed from God, right, is to make that number go up for the collected people yeah. that own his stock. And how I saw that system is we put all of those people in a pen and we set them on fire. Yeah, I'm surprised. Here's a here's a super layman's thing to say. I'm surprised that when the stock market crashed in 1929, everyone didn't look at each other and they're like, "Well, this system's dumb, isn't it?" High I mean, isn't that the now. most isn't that the most human thing where they were like, "Well, we better keep using the system so it doesn't happen again." <laughs> like, hey, let's keep on using that thing that almost killed us all. Yeah. Hey, excuse me. Remember that 10 year period where we all just wandered around in dirty, dusty rural areas? Yeah, 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 yeah. What caused that? Ah, it was this thing called the stock market and a bunch of bankers. Uh, so the problem is, is we've just made that more powerful and more ubiquitous within our society and emboldened the bankers to do whatever they want. Yeah, that's right. I don't see this being a problem. Cool. <laughs> I can't wait, buddy. People said that about 2000. This was. This was a joke in 2008 that I will fucking bring back whenever we're eating, bring it eating on. cockroaches where it's like, <laughs> wait a minute, what's happening? No one has any money. We're just eating bugs. Welcome to fucking 2007, motherfucker. Let's go. Let's. We're starting in stand up again. Who cares? That's a good bit. That's a good bit. No, but it's true. I mean, everyone had that joke. Let's go. I still eat fucking tuna all the time out of a can, training myself to go back. Yeah, you also do that because you love standing and eating quickly. That's true. Yeah. We don't we can't afford plates. No, actually, I think we could afford plates. Can't afford plates anymore. Yeah, we can't afford plates. I'm toughening up. Dylan sends Dylan calls me sometimes because he likes to show me how to be a dad. 
And sometimes he calls me and he's just stood in his uh, kitchen, t- shirtless, shirtless, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or sometimes shirt, but no trousers. He's really long shirt, really short underpants. Very short underpants. Does not mm-hmm. cover all of his balls, just the top portion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is, and he's just giving life lessons to his son. Things like, we don't have plates anymore. You need to learn. You need to learn how to have hot stuff in your hands. <laughs> Give him the cheese casserole. Put it in your hands. Don't touch that, Felix. No, grab it. Hold it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The fire yeah, yeah. is your friend, Felix. Exactly. The fire. Greg. I watch him. I watch the new Ma- newest Mad Max movie, movie, and I say, "This is a documentary about ten years from now." That's what I say. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, Dylan. Also, occasionally, what he does is he gets me to fly into Toronto, just put on a a full gorilla suit, and then he sprays me down with a hose, and I just run into his sunroom and go, "This is your future. This is your future." And then we <laughs> do not talk about it. <laughs> when are you gonna have to fucking fight a gorilla? Huh? Exactly. Yeah. Now he's ready. Now he's ready because Dylan oh, bought his son again. Be ready. Yeah. That's good. That's honestly that's a good thing. Anyway. Yeah, a bunch of people got laid off, and one of the paths that we could have taken as comedy content writers is dead now, so now we make free content until someone gives us some linens so we can be warm in the winter. <laughs> exactly. Like, it was just... I. There's a part of me... That, listen, we're basically in a situation where there are no more gatekeepers, and this was very much one of the things that helped kill the gatekeepers, but it's not in the way where it's like, now creatives just have freedom. It's in the way that, like... Well, there were gatekeepers because people minded profit. Now, none of this makes money because a man named Mark destroyed it. So, like, there's no gatekeepers. But there's also the financial remuneration is much lower. And it's also all up to you. Yes, it is all up to you. And the, I, I would say now the gatekeepers with content, weirdly, are um, are the computers. And, um, ha- like, we've, we've talked about this before where it's like, if you, it used to be like, hey, I want to be a comedian. Not that... Obviously, there was a ton of problems when we started comedy, but it used to be like, hey, name I'm a crazy one. person. Name one problem when we started comedy. Name one problem. I'll say what people think are problems that I think was good. Go ahead. <laughs> women were scared. Oh, okay. <laughs> women were, there wasn't as many women because they were all scared. And I don't think that's a problem, but some, some people in the lib friggin' media do. Thank you, Dylan. Get them. Get get those libbies. Also, I'm bringing back the term libby. I was listening to a weird ooh, pod, pod, podcast with Norman Mailer, and he keeps, oh, the little libbies. I don't know why. Norman Mailer. It's very fun. Yeah. I've gotten really into, I read a Gore Vidal book, and evidently YouTube is mostly just Gore Vidal being very rude to people, and it is real fun. So uh, what were we saying? We were talking about Facebook. We were talking about being a comedian. We were talking about what it was like being a comedian before to comedian now. The new gatekeeper is having a $10,000 camera. That's exactly correct. Being able to be one of those podcasts where you can both be in the same room because you don't need jobs, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Essentially what has happened is we have, so stand-up comedy was like basketball or soccer dash football for the rest of the world, not North America, where you needed no money, no finance. You lit like here is the difference. The people I started stand-up comedy with in 2006, most of them were unwashed people who would eventually bottom out in the wedding DJ circuit of um central Quebec. Now, when you see people stand starting stand-up comedy, there is a much more of a business plan. They've all got cameras, they're getting oh, after buddy. it. They have marketing degrees. They have marketing degrees. Now, There's nothing wrong with that. It's just incredibly different and it's going to be a weird landscape for five to 10 years and then it will change again. The thing that is 
the thing that to remember from all of this is everything always changes and shit finds a way to go around all of this malarkey and bullshit. We're just really mired in this weird time where um, show business people have a social credit score, which is the amount of followers you can provide to live entertainment venues. Like, yeah, I think AI will change it so that stand ups like it was again, where we don't have to do any work. And I'm fucking waiting buddy i do i don't think ai is going to do anything uh, we were going to because i think we're going to talk about this on the other half is also how will this happen again all of that sort of stuff things to prevent i think ai is going to be the new bastion ai is the new facebook pivot to video and everyone can suck my dick i am officially done 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 if you have a graphic design degree if you are a open mic stand-up comedian if you are a tech in a thing you do not know what ai does they are all just advanced search engines with good fucking marketing shut the fuck up you like oh my i literally had to have a conversation with someone yesterday they're gonna get you know ai they can just make a stand-up back now no they can't no, they can't. You're just, you are the reason crypto got famous. You are the reason all of this shit always fucking happened. Oh, did you know? No, I didn't. Shut the fuck up. It's not real. You're stupid. You're stupid. AI is so what dumb. you just explained your conversation was someone said, talk to you about AI. And then you told them to shut up. And then they said, did you know? And then you said, shut up again. Am I right? That's exactly what happened. Okay, Essentially, good. that is what happened. Clear, I just wanted to clear that up. Okay. So we're going to have a break at all the other. No, we're not going to have a break. You shut up too. Everyone. I fucking hate AI. AI. AI selves will come back. Oh my God. Every, uh, uh, we're going to eat. Hey, I assume you just blew your nose in the mouth of a stranger because you are cool. After you do that, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on whatever medium you use to enjoy it. And then head on out and cough in the mouth of someone you know and say, that's kissing where I come from. Welcome back, John. God damn it. Okay, so here's the exact number. It's actually, I said $45 million, I think. Facebook paid $40 million in 2019. Pay $40 million in 2019 to advertisers uh, because as yeah. with everything... That's who you need to really impress. And the advertisers were like, you cost us money because you said we were seeing eight eyeballs and we saw half of one. And they went, that's fair. That's actually a crime. <laughs> this is uh, this is one thing, sorry, I want to say is that also I remember I was on Crack.com's Facebook page a million years ago. And one thing that they did not do in that Facebook did this 600 million years ago is you cannot link to an outside site in your post. You need to put link in comments and then the top comment is your link. And crack.com was just putting the link directly in their posts. And another thing that they, since they were doing that, they had like 7 million people on their Facebook page and they estimate Facebook was like, they would have a set. They had 7 million people who liked the Facebook page and they were getting like 12 likes per post. Yeah. So basically, cause it's also that thing of his Facebook just nukes, which is now it's so fucked up. The new thing is that they all nuke random videos like it's funny. I just I just had a I tried to put a crowd work video up. So unique. Yesterday, no and... one's doing that in stand up comedy, Dylan. That's brilliant. <laughs> well, I didn't want to. I wanted to have one thing that wasn't just my fat fucking face in front of the camera. But I like them. I like them all. One view. Yeah. One view, and then and then I did another one, and then I posted it again, and it got the regular amount. So they do nuke random fucking. They they absolutely do, and it's. Uh... What it is, is it's now we're just all living in chaos. And here's what I'm going to say. Not, I hate not, no. I hate that the Facebook pivot to video happened because it was the beginning of 
And this is purely for stand-up comedy, a complaint of the beginning of the end of stand-up comedy being something that you didn't need any actual money to participate in. You just needed the ability to go to open mics and be spoken to by men in their 50s who should have quit smoking. And now (laughs) you need a marketing degree, an intense understanding of algorithmic trends as it pertains to random number generation when it comes to searching, and you need an expensive camera and sound equipment, and I will never not be annoyed by it. Like, it just, I am enough of a middle-class douche who had enough advantages to know that some people need help and Facebook's not helping them. I just, it just drives me fucking crazy, and I just find it all gross, and I just find it all so consumerist and yucky. Yeah, well, you you used to uh, just have to do stand-up, and now you have to be a production team you have to be a one man team and i'll tell you what's even worse than that is the people that also don't know anything constantly you do i feel you don't get this as much as i do there is something in my face where people really enjoy telling me exactly what they they tell me what i should be doing when i'm doing a version of it and then when i explain to them i'm doing that they tell me i'm wrong and it literally is i think the thing that's going to kill me well, no one wants. Everyone wants to think they're on the right path, and when it's something as not hard to nail down as the arts, because there is no right path in the arts, it just happens or it doesn't. You just yeah. people want to be like, here's why what I'm doing is right, and you're like, all right, man. I mean, no. The only thing that is 100% guaranteed success in the arts is just you keep on going or just dump a bunch of fucking money into it really yeah like it's one of those things it's a it's a game of standing standing in the rain waiting to be hit by lightning if you have enough money you can cover yourself in metal and make the situation a little bit easier but it's still in the end it's still a random luck of the draw i know some people i i know some people that really benefited from facebook's pivot to video uh hot water comedy club absolutely boosted their um their like their awareness within the marketplace using Facebook's oh, pivot to video. Yes. They were fucking and they did such a great job. And theirs was sort of the inverse of where it worked because they were able to use it, those views as a ways to go to the media in Liverpool and go, look at the views our videos are getting. And then they got legitimate views because people read about it on another source and went and saw it, which is sort of how the system's supposed to work. Um, but also I saw it on the inverse. I know one person in particular whose name I'm desperate to say got a bunch of heat because of a very high viewed Facebook video. And then that person was essentially taken out in the back of show business and shot. <laughs> and that person was and they weren't a good person. Dylan got that person was Boris Johnson. Whoa. Fuck you and your garden parties, piece of shit. But this is like the final nail in the coffin of you don't go into web. You don't go to websites. You go to, like the internet used to be cable television, and now it's television in the fifties, where it's like there's three channels. Everything is just desperate to be the main star of those three channels. Exactly, and also it's it's literally what it is. Is television has literally become the perfect thing for uh, our dads. What's on sports? A guy talking about sports, or a commercial for a product you like because you're in your sixties or seventies. <laughs> Yeah, television does rule now because it's just like the top things are like, here's some news. People who are don't have your skin color are trying to get you. And also, look, check out how fucking far this guy could throw a ball. And I'm like, all right, well, one of those two things is great. Do you want to save CNN? Here's how you save CNN. I got 
three, four words for you. Charles Barkley and Shaq. Those two guys, they're doing the news. <laughs> I was going to say on air fights. All, all, on air fights between Shaq and Charles Barkley. Do you understand how good the news would be? No, I don't even need Shaq. I just need King Charles just being like, all right, let's go. Let's go with the deficit. Let me tell you what's devastating. That's this girl's fucking willingness not to fuck me or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. You know, yeah, it's gonna be so good. How fat women are in Texas for a really long time, and then <laughs> yes, whatever. of course he would. He would talk about how Joe Biden Joe Biden shouldn't be wearing that suit. That's not a well fitted suit. I remember when we we watched CNN when I was in like college because Anna Nicole Smith died, and it was round the clock coverage of Anna Nicole Smith dying. This is before the feed. Like social media was still around, but before the feed, and then at one point. Um, oh my god, what was the guy's name? Um, fuck, but he was the business guy on CNN, and Wolf Blitzer was talking through to him. He gave an update about the markets, and he went, and they clearly told him to throw it back, and he's like, so Wolf, is Anna Nicole Smith still dead? And then Wolf Blitzer <laughs> said, yes, she is, and we'll be talking more about it. Like, it was like, so this shit has always been going around. There's no like celebrity was and her back then. And they were like, this woman yeah, died uh, and was married <laughs> to a 98 year old man. So people hate her. First of all, you're, you're being way too kind. Essentially. They were like, remember that, remember that chubby girl with big jugs who married that old fuck. She's dead now. Like, and that she was, was the perfect woman to hate in 2004 or five. Oh, do you she remember? Is, she was blonde. She had big fake boobs. She was a playmate model. She talked like Marilyn Monroe with the and she yeah, was married yeah. to an old rich guy. And everyone was like, good. She's dead. Let's take a shit on her grave. Not it only that, like, no, you're yeah. missing another point, which was also she was uh, her manager was named Howard K. Stern. So the Howard Stern show, which was the internet. So, okay. So all of trolls used to just be the Howard Stern radio show and they would, oh boy, they did some mean stuff. I think the craziest thing they ever did was there was a prize for if you went up to Rosie O'Donnell and called her a pumpkin head. And the prize was call in and tell us you did that. And we like that. And apparently a lot of people just yelled, Rosie, you got a pumpkin head at her to the point that she wouldn't go to a mall in Long Island for like three years. And then those people. And those people are now fans of this show. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say the people <laughs> that came up with Donald Trump's campaign. Oh, uh, no, those people don't write things down. Those people definitely were like, what's he doing? That was how Trump got in. That was how of course Trump, it is. That was one of his first things was calling Rosie O'Donnell. She's fat. She's ugly. Oh, I listen where that went was a nightmare. But that first debate, I'm never handing back how fun that was. Only Rosie O'Donnell. Literally, this, what was the presidential debate? Well, uh, the guy from The Apprentice talked about the commentator's periods called Rosie O'Donnell fan and then pointed at everyone and went, they're ugly. Like, <laughs> did you understand? Like, and it's you also can. funny is in that moment, everyone was like, oh, it's crazy our society has come to this. And to Dylan's point, it's like, it's not, first of all, it's not crazy our society has come to this. We all knew this was coming. It's just like, it's kind of, it's very frustrating that we're here for it. Like well, we could have- don't understand how anyone was surprised. Like my friend James was doing a half year, ran for student council in high school and everyone else had plans. And he showed up in a suit with a briefcase and just kept saying he means business. And then, uh, and then- when they opened the four to questions, James said, 
someone out there had a question about what this was in this briefcase and then the teacher said no one asked that and he said no they asked it and he opened up the briefcase <laughs> and he just had a big piece of paper that said i mean business and he's like vote for me i mean business and then he won student council of course and decided he didn't want to be in high school anymore so he got a construction job so effectively the person you know what i mean like this this is it's the funniest person wins a lot of times of course of course there i my girlfriend in high school she went to a different high school but yet still was real and uh the... <laughs> she lived in quebec that was yeah, she lived in canada where it's like no, she's yeah. in quebec quebec yeah You'll which we all know her. has an impenetrable wall That's that no another one can travel thing before over the internet that no one talks about is the girlfriend who's far away <laughs> she's, she's in albania uh she was in canada she went to earl of march high school and oh, actually person... no in the summer i met and fucked nine women yeah. Do you know how I'm I'm still a virgin now and not cool? But between the yeah. summer of grade eight and nine, I got a denim jacket. And let me tell you, my penis has seen a lot of vagina flaps. Mm-hmm, because they're all in Quebec, too. Yeah, that's right. My penis is still in Quebec. That's how big it is. Oh, actually, what city? Montreal City in Quebec. Mm-hmm. There's Montreal and Quebec City. Then there's Montreal City. So that's where they all, that's all I, 16 of the women that I made love to. That's where they oh, you are. only made love to 16 women? I made love to 69 at women. At the same time. I only count it when it's at the same time. Oh, that is true. You are an orgy master. You are known for your, what you what you call orgy math. <laughs> yeah, my orgy math. Anyway, we should talk about this because we're so stand-up comedy fo- focused because we don't know anything else about the world. Um, But yeah. <laughs> also... Stand-up comedy, did you know this, John? Uh, it also negatively affected journalism. And I remember this because this is going to sound Yawn. weird. Fightland, which was a Vice, uh, which was Vice News' attempt at having MMA promotion. Yes. There was a guy, Jack Slack. He's very good at uh, covering uh, MMA. And he basically was like loudly saying on Twitter, I don't understand this pivot to video. Like, most of the internet is just people bored at work. It's way easier to read something when you're at your computer at work than it is to like watch a full video. I don't get this. Why are we and doing what's so, this? And what's so funny is we've now fully embraced video. And what is the thing you have to do with all videos? Caption them because no one's no because one's listening. No one can have this fucking sound on. No, my yeah. wife is walking into room full blast listening to it, and I'm trying to make an attempt on her life. That's true. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like there's always one person in the dynamic who loves a nice headphones off full blast. Listen, <laughs> that's the teenager on the bus, baby. This is me. I got into a big row with my flatmates because they were like, you uh, you listen to your computer in the kitchen without headphones. And I was like, yeah, it's a common space. And they're like, you can't do that. And I was like, first of all, you just say something. You can't. I'm on their side. No, you can't bring it up at a meeting. And then they were like, and then I was like. I will now be pointing out all the things you guys do that I find annoying that I was just managing. And they were I'm like, what? And let me tell you, two of them got really upset because every time I walked into the kitchen, I went, take out the garbage, take out the garbage. And they went, why do I have to? And I went, I seen how you cook. You throw out a lot of stuff. Both those people did not enjoy that side of me. Yeah, they. you had a, something you did wrong. So you walked in and you were like, yeah, well, you look bad, <laughs> which is good. Check this out. My wife's vintage business. I didn't realize this, but check it out. My wife's vintage business. I got this here the whole time. Ooh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, gross. I got to tell yeah, you, I'm, I'm really going to fuck this mannequin afterwards. I'm really bro. impressed, by the way, that that vintage business has not uh, just become you having a bunch of stuff that's never going to get sold in a corner of your it's house. It's half of that. Summer is the selling season, and then there's the hoarding season. And here's my favorite thing about vintage businesses. It's basically me being like, 
um it's actually a lot like uh starting on a stand-up where you're like oh what i'm i say i'm doing stand-up comedy in reality i'm an alcoholic part of my stand-up comedy i have to do cocaine on tuesdays about parents between when the kid is between the kid the kids age zero to ten parents just need money so the weird random shit parents will do or like just like extra things like we got a thrifting business. I remember my mom stored a bunch of costumes when I was a kid in our in our house. Just like, what the fuck is this? Like, I don't know. Some guy give me 50 bucks. Don't give me any fucking sass. <laughs> like, I just love it. It's just like we need money for gas in six months. Guess what? We're picking peaches today. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the whole, so like the millennial way of like monetizing absolutely everything. Like people all uh, criticize podcasts, but it's like in the end, all most the reason there's so many podcasts is because people are like talking. I like talking with friends. Can I monetize that? Can I make money? Oh God. No one gives millennials the credit. Do you want, you don't know when we entered the workforce? Yeah, show, show, yeah, this is the best way for this. Do you want to know when we entered the workforce? When did we it enter was the when workforce? Two thousand and eight crash happened. Which oh, no fuck. shit, we monetize everything. Dylan's actually going to demand to be paid for um, getting fresh with this mannequin. <laughs> Ooh, oh fuck! I'm oh, fuck this mannequin after the. <laughs> I mean, it's. Facebook killed this comedy industry. How dare they? Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually on Facebook's side after watching you get fresh with that mannequin. <laughs> Can't put this on TikTok. TikTok will fucking nuke it because it's got beautiful this titties is- on it. <laughs> here's what i hate the most here's what i hate the most is the weird kleenex box right behind it the implication of that kleenex box is that you are about to jizz on that and then dab the come off dab dab no i don't i rub it in oh you rub it in i rub it in make sure it's there forever so that all of the vintage clothes that are then sold smell like your seed No, yes, we have. Uh, Can you my pl- wife has Kleenex boxes in every single area of the house because she, if she has a sniffle and she has to walk more than two feet, she will have a full breakdown. Yeah, of course, we all have our we all have our ways. So, John, Facebook uh, helped kill Facebook. Good Facebook. Good. Industry. Here's what Facebook did: is they killed they killed the content. They killed uh, going to a, a website. And then mm-hmm. the website's being able to advertise uh, natively and not just like having to put it in their videos. And the other thing they, yeah, like you could used to be able to get all of the money for an advertisement. Now you have to share some with Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, da, 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 da. Um, and you can tell what they, how they did it because who replaced funny or die cracked all these people, individual accounts. Yes. Individual accounts on those websites. So it's essentially what it's become. It's a, it's a hyper accelerated version of going from mon small entrepreneurial businesses going into the city from the farm straight to the multinational giant conglomerate corporation. We, the internet did all of that in like four years. Yeah. If you, if like, I mean, we're not like this because I we've am. sort of diversified and also like our, I feel like we're so old that we're reliant mostly on live entertainment for our income is that like, if there's some people, if their TikTok gets deleted, they're fucked now. They're no longer. Well, this is the thing that's very interesting is we do live in a world where it is very realistic. Twitter is going away sooner than later or is going to change pretty drastically. 
I think Twitter. I think Twitter will just be tuned down. Like it'll be like it'll like slowly. Die. Like people are like. I think that, I think you're Twitter, correct. It's like I don't think that people really think about how easy it is. Once something is a brand, it's really hard for them to be just killed. Like people, unfortunately, aren't just like, yeah, I don't like that anymore. And you can look at that for with musicians or anybody that gets can. Everyone complains about people getting canceled. Really, what they're like thinking is like. Hey, why are we canceling R. Kelly? Oh, because he's a monster. Well, I still like I. I believe you can fly, and I'm going to listen to it. You're like, that's your right. That's, just, that's your the right. Guy who wrote like, that is a you know, cultish raper. Yeah, but yeah, the guy who wrote that literally was like, you know what? I don't have a bunch of scared women in this crawl space, and they're like, yeah, but we have four other crawl spaces in this house. R. One five. Yeah, five. <laughs> that guy's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, what a good bit. What John, a good wrap bit. the show up. Wrap the show up. Ladies and quick. gentlemen, thank you so wrap much for listening, quick, John, John and Dylan Online. We are going to be releasing this exclusively on Facebook video. Uh, a couple of things to take away from the show. One, Facebook good. Two, funny or die bad. My name, John, that Dylan, Dylan Purr. John, good man. Bye bye. No, we have to announce what's next. Oh, yes. What is next is we are talk, talk, talking about, and we're doing it on, 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 on Friday, 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 in terms of recording. We're talking about Epic <laughs> Meal Time. There you go. We're talking about Epic Meal Time. Uh, Epic Meal which, Time, part of the weird Tor- uh, Montreal rise of content creators, along with Jean Lajoie. Epic Meal Time. That's it. Razzers, Epic Meal Time. Uh, Jean Lajoie doesn't matter anything else. The Arcade Yo. Fire. Arcade fire can suck my dick. Um, cigarettes outside of high school, waiting for the girls. That's the fifth Montreal thing. That is oh, such a Montreal thing. Smoking cigarettes anywhere, waiting for girls. Why are you outside of this hospital? Just smoking cigarettes, waiting for girls. Uh, <laughs> girl, you know, there's girl doctors now. That's you know, there's fucking saying. girl nurses in there, too. No, I like dating the, I like talking to the nurses because nurse sounds like a younger job than doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. By the way, not a phrase I've ever heard in Montreal, but a phrase I could hear in Montreal. No, like yeah, a guy a phrase you came up with it or try to disavow yourself of immediately. Immediately. Nurse sounds younger than doctor. Nurse sounds younger than doctor. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something quick that really made my sister upset. Um, was my sister was saying uh some I forget what she said, but she said a cab. All caps. Uh, all cops are bad. All cops yeah, I are like, bad. I was like, yeah. I don't know why you have to say all chicks are boring. And then <laughs> high she didn't like it. I'll be selling shirts. All chicks are boring. Not connected to this show. Uh, just want to get some right wing T-shirt sales going. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Can I just say one thing about a cab? I was on the patio of the Improv in the height of COVID, and someone went a cab because a cop uh, drove by, and another guy went, "Where I come from, if you don't like the cops, you call them motherfuckers. You don't say an acronym like some fucking what did he say? Like some student who went to Dartmouth." And I was just like, "That's very funny." <laughs> well, also, yeah, we're, we're we're let's not act like we're not middle class here. Like the the things I would have to do to be harassed by the cops would be like actively hoard child pornography. End of list. <laughs> I'm upper I'm upper middle class. I would literally have to. Uh, hello, I'd have to go to the police station and take a shit like on the desk, and then they would be like, "Are you going to clean this up?" And I'd be like, "No." Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Uh, please enjoy. The cops are coming. I'm going to sit on this part. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. Fuck you. I can't turn this off. Dylan can't. Addendum If you guys actually want to learn about 
the things we are talking about in a better way than us just talking uh, in nonsense and me groping a mannequin. We I put all of the research we did for the episode in the show tag, so you guys can click on articles uh, that explain more in-depth how Facebook ruined the online content industry. Thank you so much for listening. Please like and subscribe. I wanted it to just be a link to the video, Dylan, groping that mannequin more. But I lost the argument. Don't yeah, think that's not going to happen after this. <laughs>